Well, this is a theme that I've, I've spoken about quite a bit, I think, probably three or four times, I, I would imagine, uh, during daily homilies. I haven't really preached about it on a Sunday homily, but it's something I've spoken about a lot during daily homilies, and I don't mind repeating it because I think it's a very relevant point for the, the spirit of our contemporary society. And that is, uh, you know, a saying from... Uh, St. Paul in Romans, he says, Behold the kindness and the severity of God. Kindness and severity. You've got God's love and his compassion, but also his justice. It's both. And so often today, uh, we emphasize the, 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 the kindness of God, so to speak, and you don't ever hear anything about his justice. It's muted. It's not really spoken about. And uh, But the Bible doesn't let us get away with that. It doesn't let us get away with that. The other really big um, error, it's so common today, and I don't know, I think the only way that it can um, really survive and persist is a psychological principle that they, they talk about confirmation bias. Psychologists talk about confirmation bias. And that is whenever you hear something that uh, uh, basically is in alignment with your, your predisposed belief system, you that's what you hear. You hear it. So it confirms your bias. But then the things that don't meet your predisposed belief system, you literally don't hear it. Like it just, your your mind actually doesn't pick it up. Um, I remember once I was in a class and I was, there's an older gentleman and I said uh, something along the lines of Catholics praying to saints and angels. And he says, what? What are you talking about? Catholics don't pray to saints and angels. What, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? And I was like, and it was, it was in a context where we would, we would pray the St. Michael the Archangel prayer. All the time, like, Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. <laughs> you know, so I just recited to him the prayer that he prayed all the time, and he was, and he said, he, he, he like paused, and he had a big grin on his face. He goes, It's amazing what you don't want to hear, that you don't hear if you don't want to hear it. It's amazing what you don't hear if you don't want to hear it, you know? He just realized it. He's like, Oh my gosh, we're directly invoking Saint Michael. We're directly, you know, Praying to uh, to an angel in this case, and he hadn't that had never registered with him, and so he had gone. He was probably a sixty-five year old man. He'd gone for years praying to angels and saints and not fully realizing. But anyways, that's a so we see uh, something today where we we kind of have this dichotomy between the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament is all about uh, God's justice, and the New Testament is all about His love and His mercy. Maybe it's slightly true in terms of emphasis, but but it's really not true in an absolute sense. So you look at what Christ was saying today. Christ was, he's condemning these towns. I mean, you know, you read the Gospels and Jesus is like an Old Testament prophet oftentimes. Uh, and uh, in the famous question that Jesus posed to his disciples in Caesarea Philippi, where, the, where Peter confesses that he's the Son of God, he says, who do people say that I am? And they say, well, some say Elijah, some say Jeremiah, someone like the Old Testament prophets. Now, those perceptions of him were incorrect, but they weren't completely crazy, right? The people who were watching him, uh, observing his ministry, they weren't completely insane. So there must have been something about him that was like an Old Testament prophet. Um, and here he is in the Gospel text today. It's very interesting. He's, he's condemning these various towns he's preached in. And it's precisely that he's saying, uh, if I had been around, if the miracles that I had done had been done in Tyre, 
they would have repented. Okay. Now Tyre is an Old Testament city that was condemned by the prophet Ezekiel. Talk, and then Jesus also mentions um, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, very famous Old Testament town that's that's destroyed by God in the book of Genesis. Um, and so if those towns, I mean, if you think about it, Jesus is being even tougher than the Old Testament. I mean, here's the Old Testament prophets condemning Tyre and Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah and whatnot, and Jesus is saying, you guys are even worse off than them. Well, the point is, I don't want to belabor the point, but the, you, you really can't put a dichotomy between the Old and New Testament. As Christians, it's extremely important that we are people of the whole Bible, okay, both the Old and the New Testament. And if there is something that we hear that doesn't quite fit with our predisposed uh, kind of assumptions and belief systems, we've got to really adjust our predisposed belief systems. We, we just have to adjust. We've got to conform to the Word of God. Now, sometimes we might not see logically how that could be the case, how these two things can be reconciled. But that's where faith comes in, uh, an unconditional allegiance to God's word, even if it's not immediately evident as to what it could mean or what its implications could be. An unconditional uh, um, allegiance to God's words, affirming God's, whatever God says is true, even though I don't understand it. Okay, that's a very, very important virtue, uh, an essential part of what faith is. So sometimes it might be tough to reconcile the kindness and the severity of God, but they can be reconciled somehow. Maybe we don't see how they can be, but we trust in faith that they can be. And that's what it is to have faith. Um, one of the earliest uh, heresies or false theologies in the uh, early church was doing just what I'm talking about is putting this wedge between the Old and the New Testament, separating them. And and so this one heresy, it was, it was so severe that they said that the God of the Old Testament is not the God of Jesus Christ. The God of the Old Testament is the God of justice, and he's like a, a lesser deity. He's almost like a fallen angel. And the God of Jesus Christ is the true God that we worship. This is the God of love. The God of the Old Testament is the God of uh, justice, judgment. And uh, the early Christians responded with the formulation of the creed. So it's in the very first line of our creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. See, the old Almighty is a title for God of the Old Testament, and then the Father is a title for God of the New Testament. So when you say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, what you're saying is, I believe in the God of the Old and New Testaments, that it's one God. And it's one of the most fundamental beliefs of Christianity. <clears throat> and we can't ever let, let go of that. Can't ever let go of that. Um, so, uh, my brothers and sisters, I think today, you know, in light of this contrast between the kindness and severity of God and the Old Testament and the New Testament, uh, the, the call for us is, of course, repentance, which is a definitely clear message in the scriptures today, but faith. Faith. Even though we don't always see immediately how to reconcile various aspects of the word of God, we believe that they can be reconciled and that God's word is one and that we worship one God and that what he says is true and it's in faith that we affirm that.